So our reading this evening is from Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 17, and that's page 1184 in the Church Bibles. Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your heart on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these... The wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these days in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. Shall we pray as we come to God's word? Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for the Christmas holidays, uh, for the chance for uh, a break, hopefully, um, and the chance to uh, reflect over the past year. Uh, We pray that uh, you would help us to hear from you now, uh, that as we've sung, you would speak to us as we come to you, uh, that you would take your truth and plant it deep in us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, I wonder if you uh, made a New Year's resolution this year. Um, if you did, then I hope it's, it's going well. You're five days in. Um, maybe, uh, I don't know, you resolved uh, not to be uh, late so often, uh, to, to learn a new language, uh, to eat healthier, uh, go to the gym. Whatever it was, whether it was a, a big re- resolution or, or a small one, um, we've decided to, to set a day when we make a change. There's a clean break. The clock strikes midnight. The date changes. 
And we say, I'm going I'm to start doing this. I'm going to stop doing that. Well, as we uh, read Colossians 3, we don't quite get a, a New Year's resolution from Paul. But he does say that, as Christians, something bigger than even a new decade has happened. And that, that event should prompt a change in us. And that's, that's a resurrection. That's how he starts. Now look at verse 1. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. You know, it's, it's with Christ that we're raised. See, what happens to Christ happens to those who are united with him. Just as, like, as if you were uh, sitting in a vehicle, the movement of the vehicle is the movement that happens to you. So if the vehicle goes forwards you go forwards. If it goes to the left, you go to the left. Maybe it's a plane, the plane goes up, you go up. Christ has been raised, and with him, Christians are raised to a new life. That's the big event. Uh, Not a new year, but resurrection. And so we're going to see that Paul says that that really should affect how we live. It should change us. So you could, if you like, call this a resurrection resolution. And it's this. Set your hearts and minds on things above. Have a look at verses 1 to 4. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. You see, because we've been raised with Christ, set your hearts and minds on things above. That's what Paul says. So what are these things above? It's Jesus. Can you see that? It's Jesus that is seated at the right hand of God. Not literally in the sky, but pictured as above, uh, with his Father. That's who it is that we're uh, to set our hearts on. Now I know uh, most of us probably do uh, our shopping online now. Uh, but there is still something about uh, walking past a shop uh, and something in the window ca- just catching your eye. I wonder if it happened, ever happened to you as a child. Uh, you've been dragged around uh, town by your mum trying to find some new school, uh, school shoes uh, and eventually you walk past the toy shop uh, and you see uh, that remote control car or a giant uh, stuffed toy. You've just got to have it. Your mum says no, but, but you set your heart on it. That's the phrase we use, isn't it? You, you end up daydreaming about it, imagining what it would be like. Well, Paul says our hearts are, are to be set not a, on a toy, but on Jesus. Now, maybe uh, you've recently become a Christian, and you know what it's like to have your heart uh, grabbed by Jesus to uh, experience that, um, getting a glimpse 
uh, and then going in uh, deeper. But now the challenge is to keep that going every day. On the other hand, maybe, maybe it's been a long time that you've been a Christian. Maybe you don't even remember when you weren't a Christian. Well, we have to see again what it is that Jesus has done for us. We have to make him our heart's desire. See, the resolution that Paul wants for us is to set our hearts on things above, to search for, to seek Christ beyond anything else. But it's not just our our hearts, it's our minds as well. After all, if, if our feelings are pointing one way, but our thoughts are turning to something else, to the homework you haven't done, the chores that need doing, whatever it is, something is going to break. As well as setting our our hearts, we have to to train our minds to be set on things above as well. That means reading the Bible, getting to know God's word, through it getting to know uh, Jesus, more of who he is and what he's done for us. Now, some, some of us will lean uh, more to one of those to, than the other, to setting our hearts, our minds. If you're like me, uh, and you love reading um, and grappling with things, studying, um, then setting our minds on the things above might come easier. But the risk is that we ignore our hearts, that it becomes an academic exercise, a chore, Well, those of you who maybe lead more with your emotions shouldn't forget to train your minds either. Or uh, we hit a stumbling block, our hearts are fickle, and we, we turn away, and we won't have a solid foundation to return to. So at the start uh, of a new year, if you catch yourself dreaming about a new job, a new partner, whatever it is, We need to redirect those dreams uh, to Jesus. If our thoughts are occupied with the to-do list, if our uh, minds are constantly on other things, we need to set aside uh, some time to spend in God's word. Put it on the to-do list if you like. But as as we learn more about Jesus, we'll find we're loving him more. And on the flip side, if we, if we love him more, we want to spend that time uh, to use our minds to get to know him better. Okay, well, that's all well and good, but that might sound quite abstract for lots of us. I think the, the advice if you're uh, trying to keep a New Year's resolution is often to, to plan out the steps, isn't it? Uh, not to just have some far-off goal, that you don't know how you're going to get there. So for this, uh, our resurrection resolution, what does setting our hearts and minds on things above actually look like? Well, Paul gives us two parts. We've got to get rid of some things and take on. First, put to death earthly things. Have a look at at verse 5. 
Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived. See, if our our hearts and minds have to uh, reflect the reality that we are raised with Christ, we need to make sure that we've, we've really left behind those things that are not from above, left behind uh, the old, dead life, the earthly things, Paul calls them. Now, that's not to say that uh, everything from the earth is, is bad. There is plenty of good stuff. But this isn't an excuse for asceticism, for rejecting anything that is physical, Now, instead, uh, for Paul, sexual immorality and idolatry are are key characteristics, code words, if you like, for for non-believers. See, before we're raised with Christ, uh, we don't set our hearts on things above. We seek our own pleasures. When we weren't worshipping God, it wasn't that we, we didn't worship at all. It was that we just worshipped other things, power, uh, money, sex. These are are the earthly things that we're to get rid of. But it's easy to to slip back into old habits, isn't it? Um, At at uni, I I lived in one house uh, for two years, and then in my final year, moved uh, a couple of hundred metres away around the corner. The number of occasions on autopilot coming back from uh, uni or the shops that I just headed towards the wrong house. I don't think I ever actually tried to unlock the door, but I definitely walked onto the driveway a few times. As Christians, our home, our status has, has changed. It's been transformed. We've gone from death to life. Yet often we, we act the same as before, don't we? Our hearts, they, they seek after other things. They chase after all sorts of other things, earthly things. Whether it's dreaming about uh, promotion at work or watching things on the internet that we shouldn't. Put it to death, Paul says. Because it's not just um, inside us. This affects our relationships as well. Uh, verse 8 11. But now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you've taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge, in the image of its creator. Here there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised. Barbarian, Scythian, slave or free. But Christ is all and is in all. Uh, Here, but the idea is still the same. So we're no longer putting to death, but we're taking off a set of clothes. See, our old selves are, are so stained and torn and smelly that there's no point trying to even clean them. And we've got to take it off and get rid of it. 
So uh, whether it's um, telling a, a white lie about uh, why you weren't at church last week, or gossiping about someone in your house group, whatever it is, these are things that, that come with our old, dirty selves. If we're raised with Christ, we have a new life. We just need to remember that we're wearing it. And, and our brothers and sisters in, our, in the church family are, are wearing a new self too. That's why Paul can say that there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised. Those categories still exist physically, but they don't matter anymore for us in the church. Our new selves, uh, we are with Christ. And so we, we can't be doing these things uh, to each other. Now all of that might uh, sound quite daunting, putting to death, ridding ourselves. It's very final, isn't it? What about this sin that I'm stuck in, you might be wondering? This anger that I can't seem to put to death. The jealousy that I, that I just can't seem to get rid of. Well, remember how Paul started the chapter. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Succeeding in these things, in putting to death, in getting rid, that's not what makes us right with God. It doesn't give us brownie points to earn favour with him. No, we have been raised. We have been transformed from death to life. This is just the natural uh, reaction of that. We are being renewed in God's image now. We won't be finished in this life, but we can make progress Now, we're kind of uh, past all the, the retrospective season, aren't we? What, the, what happened in 2019? But I think it is worth uh, taking some time to think about what is it that I need to put to death? Where have I fallen back into the bad habits of an old life that should be dead? Maybe things over the Christmas period Um, led you to to anger or greed? What is it that needs to be put to death? And how will you do it? That's the first uh, stage of uh, setting our hearts and minds on things above. But it's not just uh, getting rid of bad stuff, is it? So uh, Paul's second big instruction is to put on Love. Verse 12 to 17. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with one another and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love which binds them together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, 
and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell richly in you as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So just as we've taken off and rid ourselves of one set of clothes, we're to put on another set, a very different set. It's hard to think of a more contrasting list, is it? Anger, rage, malice, compassion, gentleness, kindness. After all, uh, when you've come in from a muddy Christmas walk, you don't want to take off your dirty clothes just to put on other dirty clothes, do you? Now, having taken off those dirty, uh, muddy clothes, the nice new clothes, they feel even cleaner. And did you notice that this is all about relationships too? Particularly uh, relationships in the church. Paul doesn't want our, our resolution to merely be to not harm each other uh, with those lies and malice. The complete transformation of a death to life resurrection means that we have to go much, much further than that. Even when it's not being reciprocated. To bear with that person who always seems to be grumpy. To care for the person who always is on their own. But again, this isn't just a blunt command, you must try harder. No, it's, it's as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, Paul says that we can love each other. So as we know that we are forgiven, that we, are, we can forgive, as we know that we're loved, that we can love others. We already are God's chosen people. And we won't change, that won't change, uh, if, we, if we try and do these things and fail sometimes. So, think about what is it that I need to put on more fully? How can I live out the reality that I am raised with Christ better? Who can I show some compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, Patience too. Who can we love in this church family? Well, Paul uh, may not have a New Year's resolution for us, but he does have a resurrection resolution. As Christians, we've gone through a, a massive transformation from death to life as we're united with Christ. So our lives should reflect that. Our hearts and our minds should be set on Christ, on the things above. We should be putting to death everything from that old life and putting on new lives of love. So whether you are the kind of person who makes resolutions or not, I hope this is a good start to the year. 
uh, a good start of a decade even, for you as you grow closer to Jesus. And I pray that both as individuals and as a church, we would be setting our hearts and minds on things above and putting to death earthly things, putting on love. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that we are raised with Christ, that our lives are now hidden with him in you. Help us at the start of 2020 to set our minds and our hearts on you, to make this resurrection resolution, to live as you want us to live, knowing what it is that you've done for us. Help us to continue to reflect on these things and help us to live as you want us to live. In Jesus' name, amen.